Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Quoted by a future 40% three point shooter. We in the weight room over here. Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my sweet cheese, Jesse Sandoval. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I, mean, <laughs> I cannot talk right now. <laughs> I was going to say, like, how are you doing? But wait. <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot move my mouth at the moment. But yeah, I, sorry. I, I personally feel like, you know, we're going into our second season like of, of doing this podcast. So we got to become a little bit more professional. So I asked you before the podcast, like, hey, is this your first conversation of the day? And you're like, yes, it is. So we're asking beforehand instead of during. But it's kind of meta now because now we're asking during again. (laughs) But I feel like, you know, steps forward, you know, someday we'll be, you know, one of those legit uh, Clipper podcasts, I guess, you know. But right now (laughs) we're we're still still, uh, winging it, I guess. We're still a bunch of chumps. But you know what? We have some chumps with flavor. There we we go. Hot takes. We got some pizzazz. There we go. I don't even understand why we say pizzazz like that. Like, where, where does that come from? I'll be honest with you. I don't know, but it sounds white. <laughs> <laughs> like a white person. I feel like saw something and went, hmm, pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh speaking of pizzazz, uh are you loving John Wall? Because I, I feel like we're we've been referencing him a lot in this podcast. Is he is he is he up there with Reggie Jackson? He's getting close because his social media presence this offseason has been really good. And all he's all I've seen him do is ball. He's been hooping. He's been working out with Boston and pg he's just been hooping 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 and talking in the cameras and doing saying all the right things like and now all he has to do is basically be pretty good and we're all gonna love him you know i don't i don't know what everyone else's expectations of him but he's gonna get 40 (laughs) percent. that's all i'm saying (laughs) i love what he's uh presence that he brings i don't know it just feels like it's a it's a good vibe in the in the locker room and it's pretty cool to see him play with like with brandon boston a lot you know i feel like if he made like the game winning basket in game seven of the nba finals but i looked at his stat line and it was like 38 percent from the three point i would probably be like hey man it's a little disappointing but as i shake his hand in the parade <laughs> so let me know you're disappointing me <laughs> I had to buy this jersey. <laughs> yeah, I had to buy this. Jake did not buy this for me. He let me down by 2%. It, it was a game-winning three. It was a game-winning three. <laughs> and I'm like, let me down, my guy. Let me down. Uh, I guess we got some Clipper-ish news this week or mm-hmm. last week. I don't know. It's, it's been a blur. You know, this has just been one big offseason. But there's been Euroball going on. And apparently Luca has been taking it too seriously, I feel like. But uh, <laughs> uh, Zoo, <laughs> Zoo hurt his ankle, apparently. Apparently he tried to play on it or something, and he was, and he was like, nah, I'm all right, or something like that. Um, there hasn't been too many updates. Oh. Did I, did I speak this into existence? You probably manifested this. You're you're probably the biggest POS in Clipper Nation. I, I I did mention this like two episodes ago that knowing our luck, our center will go down with some sort of injury. Like not to not to sound like every Clippers podcast has come out this offseason, but we are the deepest team in the NBA, <laughs> except for the center position. We just did a podcast like, does it matter if we have a backup center? And now like. Maybe we should be concerned a little bit. I don't know. Because, like, an ankle injury could be, like, oh, it's not a big deal. He'll be fine for the season. Or it could just be something that, like, you know, it it lingers. And he's dealing with it all year. 
It's like we can't get a backup center, so Ty Lue tells him he has to go out there with some combat boots. (laughs) (laughs) Just wrap him him up. Uh, Yeah, he has those boots that, like, uh, goth people wear all the way up to their knees. (laughs) At a Phoebe Phoebe Bridges concert. (laughs) (laughs) It's those Converse that uh, tie all the way up to your leg. (laughs) So... Did he roll his ankle, or did he... I think he just tweaked it or something? As far as I know, and oh, okay. I don't, I don't know how the conversation went between Zoo and the Croatian basketball coach, but he just he went out there for a couple minutes and then he's like, "No, nah, I'm all right." So I don't know if like we should be concerned. The basketball season doesn't start for another month, so it's not like it's not like he can't because I like, remember last year when Isaiah hurt his ankle, he was out for I think a month or so. Yeah. So, Zoo probably will be fine going into the season, but it kind of was like, oh, yeah, maybe we should figure out this backup center situation. Like, do you, it's it's less about Zoo and more so, like, do you have faith in Moses Brown? As a starting center? No. <laughs> uh, even, at, well, just say backup for now. For backup, if you're going to just play him, like, 10 minutes a game, yeah, uh, I'll, I'm okay with that. I'll be honest. All right, I, I think I'm, I'm fine with it, but I'm not in love with the idea. It's just like I just need him to be out there and not make it look like a layup warm up drill, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, just just be out there, be uh, ahead of the, be in front of the rim, you know, make be an obstacle. That's it. Um, I've I've seen Moses Brown play some basketball. It seems like his arms are about three seconds slower than the rest of his body, <laughs> and his legs are another ten. But He's uh, maybe a little quicker than Boban. <laughs> so I it, it's fine because he's really tall. He could block some shots. He could get some rebounds. He's had some crazy double-double games and stuff like that. And maybe under, like, a really good team, he could just be, like, take that next step up. Or I guess maybe the Clippers are like, you know what? There's a bunch of vets on the market we could get. And but they're vets, you know, like they could come in any point in the season and play 10 minutes if we need it. It's not like we need to bring them into training camp and meet everybody. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know, like, so I mean, like, I'm not, Lamarcus I'm not, Sol- is Lamarcus all just like still available? Uh, I maybe I think so. I probably should have created, I probably should have looked at a list of people who are still available. I'm sure he is. I don't think he's signed well, anywhere. I think we would have known that. Spitballing. That's why. My bad. Yeah, my <laughs> no. bad. We're, we're, not, we're not professional like the other ones. <laughs> we're just uh, a bunch of jokes. Sorry. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, we have a Patreon coming out. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out this Friday. Uh, we'll have two extra pods on there, and people who join have first dibs for our fantasy basketball league. And and when we do fantasy football next year, you'll have first dibs as well. So whenever we do fantasy, whatever, like I'll probably throw into the chat, like anyone interested in fantasy baseball and it probably be like, everyone will be like, no, I'm all right. We'll, we'll just sit this one out. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. But I'll, I'll probably throw into the chat. And then uh, also you have free dibs on asking us questions and we'll probably put them on the, pod. if it's in the Patreon and it's appropriate, it will probably be in the pod. We'll probably take five minutes at the end of each pod and be like, let's look at some Patreon questions. And we'll be, huh, so-and-so asked, like, do you think uh, Zoo prefers short socks or long socks when he wears dress shoes? And we'll be like, I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe it depends on the ankle tape from hurting his ankle. You know, those the serious questions. I feel like those are the ones we answer here on Ellie Cliss Forum. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just, uh... <laughs> I was thinking in my head, I was like, what what appropriate, like inappropriate questions are we gonna get? <laughs> like, well, I, I just don't want things that like, for example, A, it would like make the person who asked the question look bad, and then us look bad for having to repeat the question on the pod. Like, we're just not gonna do it. Like, if it's like being legitimately rude to a player or legitimately rude or making fun of a demographic or something like that, we're we're not gonna say it on the pod. We'll probably even be like, can you please give, uh, you can have your $3 back. Can you please leave our Patreon? <laughs> That's what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> yeah. Just give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, 
tweaked ankle. Hopefully he recovers <laughs> soon before the before the season starts. And we're not concerned about this at all. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm okay with Moses Brown to go with You're, that. All right. Would you rather have Dwight Howard or Moses Brown? Go with I don't know. I'll probably go with Moses Brown just because of his of his youth. Okay, you don't want Dwight Howard randomly fighting like a bench player just because. I was gonna make a rude comment, but I don't think I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take it out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just don't want to see his whole family there, you know, like take up the <laughs> I don't even know if that's even rude. Like, you know, but at least would fill up the crypto. Uh, would you rather have Moses Brown or DeMarcus Cousins? Um, uh, maybe, maybe Cousins. His he, offensive he game's still pretty good. Yeah, the vibes are nice. Uh, his thighs just don't move when he's on defense. It's like the it's not. It should be a Shakira song for sure. Yeah, his thighs don't move. His thighs don't move. And he's starting to feel the fright. Um, yeah, I think I'd be okay with Demarcus Cousins. Honestly, like if we can keep him within like fifteen minutes, like we did. Uh, that's even. That's that's a lot. If we, <laughs> if, we, if we could just maybe give him like eight to ten. <laughs> just go in he there. checks in, runs. You call him out. <laughs> go in there, get a tee, make a layup, and then peace out. Make people think you still got it. Yeah, like yeah, like you know. For example, when I play MLB the Show. I sometimes throw a pitcher in there just to get his ERA back down or something, and then I take him back out. I'm not in there thinking he's good. I'm just trying to get cheap out so his ERA goes down. Same thing with DeMarcus. Like, we'll bring him in. His field goal percentage will be through the roof, and everyone's like, oh, this is he's, look, he's doing this. Like, his per 36, <laughs> but he, 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 won't play every, he won't play 36 minutes ever again. Um, <laughs> he'll play 36 minutes maybe a cor- uh, over the course of, like, two months. But I wouldn't mind it for the vibes. But like that one, I think I'd rather have Moses Brown for. For Mo- the vibes? For the vibes. Well, no. Demar- Demarcus has the vibes. Oh, okay. Saying, I was like Moses I'm, Brown. But I'd rather have Moses Brown, like, in general, I think, over Demarcus. I, I can't. I can't. I'll never forget Chris Paul going off for, like, I felt like 77 points in the fourth quarter when Demarcus Cousins was switched on him. <laughs> I was like, just take him out. Like, <laughs> I would rather play with four dudes out there than have Demarcus Cousins guard Chris Paul right now. Almost out my <laughs> like Demarcus, Demarcus Cousins played defense so bad that Patrick Beverly had to push Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, was it Stephen A. Smith was like, that's his sweet spot. Just let him play 15 minutes <laughs> like, like any longer. I was like surprised he actually said that. I was like, wow, that was pretty that was pretty mm-hmm. spot on. That was that was a good analyst right there. Um is there any other center that you would you would want to see Don to Jersey just to see? Just to see? Just to see. I felt like I was super down in like April of the this year when I was like, Blake Griffin. Uh uh it's now september and i'm not really feeling that anymore <laughs> but he hasn't committed to anybody yet no lakers still have one more spot if he wants it uh that would officially that officially just put the dagger in my clippers heart for blake griffin <laughs> if he went and signed with the lakers i don't care that he's two teams removed yeah you, you know what you're doing <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask i was gonna ask if you would still feel the same way like we do about pat bev with Blake Griffin. Yeah, because I'm like, you're signing there. Like, I understand, like, the it, it not as much as, like, remember when he got bought out from the Detroit Pistons and there was, like, rumblings that he could sign with the Lakers. And I was going to be like, dude, that would be a little bit more of a spiteful move then. Right now, it might be more so, like, I'm just trying to stay in the NBA and the Lakers might play me because – they have a bunch of Continental Basketball Association players on their team, <laughs> but 
that's the issue with the Lakers, I guess, is like, I guess I get it if players go there just simply because you know you're going to get playing time because the team's going to compete every night, but it's not like you have much competition at each position. You have a legit chance to, like, play 20 minutes a night, you know, if you're Blake Griffin. Not because you earned it, but because you they need you to play that 20 minutes. They need right? you to play 20 minutes, yeah. It's kind of like Carmelo, Carmelo last year, you know, like he, he should have retired four years ago, but he, he was, he was like the best offensive player in the Lakers last year. Um, so yeah, like it would be cool. It would be cool if Blake wore the Clipper Jersey one more time, but I guess I don't need it. I guess more, the more and more we get closer to the Intuit dome, the less and less I need nostalgia Clipper stuff in my life. That's just kind of where I'm getting at now like i wasn't there a few months ago mm-hmm. but now we're like oh we're officially like two legit nba seasons away now we're not three off seasons away <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah is there is there any other centers out there that you would be like huh that would be cool nope <laughs> no it, it, it's, it's kind of like the only Lam- one the only Lam- one i'd be probably interested is just lamarcus aldridge sorry uh first conversation of the day my apologies <laughs> um mainly because i just want to see what he has in the tank and if we can get him for a non-guaranteed contract where if he's not performing well we can cut him but yeah i just want to see what he can offer to the team yeah i i, I could see that like any kind of like that how he got out of the league was pretty much due to medical reasons right because yeah and then he came clocks. back he came back for like a season i think and i think his blood clots came back too oh, okay so that being said moses brown's is already here so i guess that, like i'm not gonna lie if moses brown was not here i don't think i'd make the case that we signed moses brown but moses brown's technically already here he's going to training camp it's his it's his spot to lose at this point he doesn't have any competition it's not like they sign anybody else i I have this thing because I feel like I've been hearing it all off season is this idea like NBA champions don't do X, Y, and Z NBA champions need the top three seeds NBA champions need X and all this, all the stuff. And everyone says rookies are not usually instrumental in, a, in an NBA championship run. I would maybe make the case that, like, if you're not 100% satisfied with Moses Brown, then let Musa have a shot at it. Let Musa at the beginning of the season have a shot at the backup center position. Like, just why not? And if it doesn't work out, he's on a two way. He can only play at X amount of games anyway. And then he could do the, he could spend the rest of the season in the G League and you just bring in a veteran at some point. But like if if the team is not sold on Moses Brown, I wouldn't force it, and just let Musa play backup center minutes. Hmm. I I have this like feeling of if we really believe in this Clippers team, then we also need to believe that they could also be the exception of the rules when it comes to a lot of these different things where everyone's like they have to be a top three seed because every every NBA champion was a top three seed except for two teams or something. In my in my head, I'm like, you know what? They could probably be a top four or five seed, and as long as they're healthy, they're fine. I'd rather have them fourth seed and healthy than third seed and tired and and not healthy. So, and the same thing with like, well, rookies are not usually instrumental in championship runs. Let Musa be the exception to that. You know, uh, the Warriors played some. They didn't like start rookies in the finals, but you know, Kimunga uh, or whatever played some playoff minutes last year you know it wasn't a ton but he played some didn't glenn davis wasn't he a rookie and he played some minutes in the boston celtics he might have been i know there was a there was a rookie i thought rondo was a rookie that year but i think he was a second year player i could be wrong about that someone Mm -hmm. could prove me wrong but yeah like i'm not saying that musa has to be like a 20 minute game player but like if we're just talking about giving 10 to 15 minutes to a player at the beginning of the season and you're, and this is like, if Moses comes out and shows out in training camp, that's one thing. Yeah. But if he doesn't and you're like, ah, I don't know, just let Musa have a shot. And if he, and if he struggles or the moment's too big for him, then there's plenty of veterans on the, on the free agency. 
that might be spicy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you can also use it as a trade bait, right? So if he manages to play really well and some teams are interested in him, maybe yeah. make a move with him. Maybe. So, Or, or yeah. maybe he just balls out and you had to put him in the actual roster spot by the end of the year, like uh, Amir Coffee. You never know. Both situations I welcome. So <laughs> yeah, uh, um, you never know because like it could be like we haven't brought this name up, but like I don't know, like I'm not 100 percent sold on Hassan Whiteside, but like what you say, you start you start Zoo Zoo's ankles kind of good. You let Musa play about 10 minutes. It's like all right, the team doesn't fall apart when he's out out there on the court, you know. But what you say, they're not sold on it. Pick up Dwight Howard, Hassan Whiteside, or Demarcus Cousins in December. Or something like that, and then it's that's your backup center. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's September. I'm trying to create podcast content here. Let's move on to uh, some logo news, maybe. So this mm-hmm. wasn't official by the Clippers, but this guy made it sound like it was. Uh, <laughs> Conrad Burry on Twitter uh, basically said the Mister Cartoon L Los Angeles logo was the official secondary logo. Of the Los Angeles Clippers. How do you feel about that, Jesse? If if it is true, how do you feel about that? For at least I would say at least the next few seasons, because you know, never maybe there's gonna be a full rebrand before they go to into a dome. Maybe there's not. You know it's funny because that logo I liked it when it first was revealed. Um, because like, oh, it's so cool. And then over time it's just like, uh, this looks not that great, my jersey. And then now I like it. I don't know why. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It reminds me of San Andreas. Yeah, I used to play that game a lot. That, that was a good game. That was a really great game. Um, but it just, I don't know. It feels like, I think the reason why I'm liking it is because it just feels LA, you know? Like I, I personally feel like in the next generations of Clipper fans or just, clipper mentality we'll look back and be like oh like kind of like how we look at the san diego colors and the buffalo brave stuff we'll look back at the cursive stuff and be like hey that's kind of in that same ballpark of just like that's how the old clippers did things but i do think the mr cartoon stuff if it especially if it lasts a while even if it becomes like mm-hmm. a third logo or fourth logo you know but it's always in the background of like stuff we do it's always like on t-shirts or something Mm-hmm. the mr cartoon logo might actually end up being the signature clippers logo moving forward because if you look at a lot of teams in the nba we could all look back at like some of the stuff they used to do in the 90s and stuff and be like well that was better but eventually you get used to what the nba teams kind of currently look like and if this if this logo is has been part of two of the last three seasons and then it's going to be part of the next two seasons going into the into a dome and it would just say it sticks around or at least the font does or something like that i don't know i think it will eventually be like oh that's that that's that's the clippers that's the clippers logo and everyone's gonna be like hey remember the mr cartoon logo or i don't know if people call it that or like you know like the la font and the cursive will just kind of be something in the past yeah that font is really unique though you don't really see i mean you see cursive a lot right that tends to be the most generic font you'll use but to have something like old school like old english kind of writing style um it's pretty cool it's unique um like i said i, I hated it now it's rubbing on like rubbing on me a little bit longer like a little bit longer sorry a little bit now um <clears throat> like i said i i think it does kind of fit the culture of la um mm-hmm. in general because uh I, I think some people could argue, like, if you think of L.A., you're not really thinking of the Valley or stuff like that. You're actually thinking, you know, downtown L.A. And just, it just, I don't know, it fits it. I don't, it just, if I saw that font with, like, let's say, Miami, it just wouldn't, it doesn't feel right, right? Yeah, it, it, it is a very West Coast Cali uh, thing. It's it's super super West Coast, it's super LA. Like it, it also wouldn't make sense if it was like in the Bay, 
it wouldn't make sense if it was like maybe it would maybe make sense if it was like in san diego or something but that's still pushing it you know like it makes yeah. sense particularly for la i know and, i still have you that with that photo with the padres uh, yeah. you know for the culture for right? the culture dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe uh if, if if you're listening to this pod and you want to know what the for the culture photo is just ask and we'll we'll post it but we'll see who's actually listening to the pod <laughs> uh, it's like uh, it's like we're trap our friends so because <laughs> like... uh, so, i was thinking about it right now like while we were talking like oh it kind of just fit like the warriors with the blue and yellow and like you know the golden gate bridge on their jersey uh, that to me seems more warriors than what they were wearing when Baron Davis played there and it was Navy and the orange and yellow. And I, I would probably think the orange and yellow Navy jerseys were cooler than the ones they have now, mm-hmm. but their championships were now in the blue and yellow. And I could see if the Clippers win a championship this year and we're wearing the Mr. Cartoon jerseys and then we continue to wear them next year. Like, I think the Mr. Cartoon is going to take over as like, that's the Clippers identity in terms of like, that's who they were. That's, that's the color. That's the logo. That's the scheme they were using. And because like, if the greatest Clippers team of all time is wearing a particular Jersey or look, we're always going to remember that Jersey or look, if that makes Mm. sense. Yeah. The reason, the reason that. why everyone's, I think, in love with red and the cursive is because like those were the fun teams and those are the teams we rooted for and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I think a lot of people are saying, and including us, is like we gotta eventually stop being the fun team and start being the good team. <laughs> and yeah. when we start doing that, I think this is, I think this is the look that's going to be happening at the same time as that was that happening yeah. because. We could get a complete rebrand once we go to the Intuit Dome, but if we suck, who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so. Do you feel the same way with the our primary logo? I think that it would also like rub out. Like, over time, we win a chip with it. It's gonna, it's gonna have a lasting mark on the. On I, I think I, I do think it's gonna have a lasting mark, and it's also got something to do with that's the bomber that's the first bomber logo Mm, okay uh i'm not in love with it to be honest with you it should probably be be switched the los angeles mr cartoon logo should be the primary the primary logo yeah and the lac should be the because i think it's actually a very clean good looking somewhat a homage to the previous LAC logo we have where it's like LA and then like a huge C that kind of wraps around it. Yeah. Uh it's kind of similar to that, but that was like a secondary logo. Hell, that was probably like a third logo for maybe because like you had the ball and then you actually the cursive was in the middle. Of the, the the coolest court we ever had was when the cursive was in the middle of the court. Mm-hmm. I, I would be cool if we went back to something similar to that. But <laughs> I don't I don't hate it. I just I'm not I, I feel like we could do better. We have the richest owner in in the league. I feel like we could do better. Like like you know, what's Jake doing at home? Right? Like what's, <laughs> what's <laughs> uh nah, I agree. I was so lackluster when they like when they revealed it. I was so hyped for it. Mm-hmm. You see the it felt like a commercial, right? They're showing it that's a video of like Chris Paul and Paul George, not Paul George, sorry, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. Or no, Blake Griffin, right? Was it just Blake Griffin? Uh, Blake, Chris Paul, I think, was part of that team the first year. Okay. And right? So they're revealing. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and you just see this, and it just looked like, like I don't know, like some sort of tech logo. And then... Speak, speaking inspiring. speaking of that era did you hear that doc rivers liked a bunch of stuff on twitter yeah i saw <laughs> yeah i'm kind of glad tyloo <laughs> we got tyloo so yeah um i feel like tyloo Ty just thinks about basketball all the time like he just wakes up in the middle of the night gets out of bed it's like two o'clock in the morning he's, he's, he's like, like i had a vision i was like yeah and he just he dims the light so it doesn't like wake up everyone in the house but he like dims the light on when it's just like a whiteboard with and then he's just like putting x's and o's and just moving things around 
he's got like a like a pyramid of all the players and he just like takes Kawhi down a little bit moves luke luke canard on top <laughs> he's just like this is it this <laughs> this is it i could totally see that um we also had a really unique one where uh, a possible clipper um shared something remember when his name was being moved around that the Clippers could possibly make a trade for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I want to like Kyrie Irving. I think his his personality is fun for the league. That personality also is sharing Alex Jones stuff on, <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. Um... That was rough. Uh, I really hope he didn't understand what he was sharing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, S- speaking of uh, shady NBA stuff, uh, Sarver, the <laughs> I think that's how you say it, Sarver, the Phoenix Suns owner, oh. uh, basically getting a slap on the wrist for basically being Donald Sterling Jr. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's that's crazy. Like I, I. I had no idea what they're going to do, what they were going to do with the investigation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I I thought there would have been a lot more consequences. I don't I didn't know they were going to actually like pull him, but like you already set a precedent with Donald Sterling, so it's hard to to follow that up with not maybe doing the same thing. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, I was hoping that there'd be more outspoken players about this, mm. you know, like to band together and say that this isn't allowed. Um, it's just, it's all the more reason for people to like players to understand you guys have a voice and you guys can shift a lot of things. I mean, you decide not to play at all until this man's gone. You know, I'm pretty sure Adam Silver will do, will do something, you know? Do you feel like the NBA, the NBA PA, the Players Association, probably made like a statement and was like, hey, like to the players, you know, in a chain email, B- BCC'd everybody. <laughs> it was like, it was like, hey, this is not cool, but please, please uh, stay off Twitter in terms of this until we figure something out. I don't know. Because, mm. yeah, you're right. You would think it was like, there's there's some, been some outspokenness, but there hasn't been like a ton. And you would thought yeah. there would be a lot more. I've seen a lot of like, beat writers i've seen some people part of the organization i've seen some people around the league and stuff like that but like yeah i thought i'd hear more from from actual players i've seen some but i thought i'd hear more from actual players yeah because i I remember when donald sterling happened right we i think we showed to the game late and Mm -hmm. we also wore we wore our warm-ups backwards oh yeah there's a lot of times i think i felt like we shouldn't have played especially in the bubble we shouldn't have played um yeah but you know, it's it's tough. I understand that. Um, you know, these some players; these are their livelihood. Some of them don't even make as much as the star players. So I yeah. can understand. It's, it's a difficult situation. But it, if you it, it, if it you is. have a, a view and you're such as against racism, I don't think you should compromise whatsoever. Um, no, I agree. But uh, yeah, uh, speaking of another organization, the one across the hall made a move. Dennis Schroeder, another point guard, is on the Los Angeles Lakers, which kind of, uh, if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you look at this depth chart now, you have Patrick Beverly, you have Dennis Schroeder, Kendrick Nunn. And <laughs> it was like question mark, and you have Russell Westbrook. You you don't know how many times in my head I just played the uh, the like this forum outro song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lakers signed Dennis Shooter. <laughs> you just hear the music like that's it. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. <laughs> yeah, it's... which which we'll get into it, but like. I, I, I kind of made this comment to uh, to you and some people where I was like, the Lakers are technically do- doing actually a pretty decent job in the last month or so of getting better on the margins. 
right? Like they're like a a stuff a stuff crust pizza, you know, like the the crust is pretty good. But then when you take a bite of the pizza, the sauce went bad and the pepperoni uh, always hurts its ankle by December. And, and that's that, that's that's the middle of the pizza. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of like I see the vision, but what does it actually do? <laughs> it, it just gives them options. That's all it does. Um, the thing that's really confusing, though, is like you're thinking, um, I always, I don't know if I always mispronounce it. Schroeder, Schroeder. I just say Schroeder. Shredder. I just say Schroeder. Schroeder, right? It's a yeah. strudel. Um, <laughs> My guy, Dennis. Uh, <laughs> uh little d <laughs> shooter is obviously he has been sought out by any play at, at by any team or seriously sought out so you would think that the team that he's going for would try to give him a shot to play some heavy minutes to show his value to the other teams in the league so does that mean that westbrook is officially gone um I know you have some frustrating from, from some frustrating takes with the Russell Westbrook stuff. Yeah, it just it gets so annoying. Like every I was gonna cuss right now. Uh and not like I haven't cussed in the back. You know, I, I get fing annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I get fing annoyed. Every fing week uh, we get like an update as some sort of rumor. Jazz are in discussions about Westbrook, Indiana Pacers are in discussion with Westbrook. Just throw in the two picks and be fine and done with it please do there's us all a favor i'm fucking always, done there's always some guy from lakers twitter with no blue check mark who already has the the russell westbrook destination set <laughs> and he already has i saw one with westbrook already photoshopped with a jazz jersey i was like oh this is ridiculous but come on just throw away your future for two for a couple role players just just do it uh, if you if you have a generational player like okay for example there's a difference between mindset and and being smart there's a difference if you're being smart don't throw away the future for a temporary lebron run right don't do it figure out the russell westbrook thing later don't do it right but why the hell do you have a lebron james if you're not going to at least pretend you're going to try to win like the perception is you're going to try to win right even if Mm -hmm. you and and I think what the Lakers are going to try to do is prove that they're just trying to do something different than they did last year. And that's the issue with the Lakers is they got eliminated by the Suns. And then they're like, let's shake everything up, bring in Russell Westbrook. Then they just sucked. And then now they're like, all right, now we need to move some things around again. And it's like, they would be so much better if they just kept their core. And then obviously some players would eventually move on because they're too expensive to keep, but you still have that core and they would be so much better, but they're just yeah. stupid. <laughs> so, it's- so now you're in a position where you have too many point guards. None of them stay healthy, but fine. You have LeBron who picks and chooses when he wants to try mm-hmm. and you have AD who gets hurt in 2K a ton. Did you see the video of him playing yeah. 2K? Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Davis got hurt in the game. Uh, it So it's like, when I if I were to make predictions, like, right, if I, I have to be respectful to an extent. Mm-hmm. If we're going to make predictions assuming the Clippers could stay healthy, then we need to make predictions assuming the Lakers could stay healthy. And if the Lakers could stay healthy, they are at least a top 8, 10 team in the league. They shouldn't have a problem making the play-in. Hell, if they are fully healthy, they will at least be in contention for us that maybe the sixth seed in the beginning of March, and then eventually it would go to whoever is the hotter team then. Mm-hmm. That's being respectful in terms of like, but it's interesting that the healthiest player that they've had is Russell Westbrook. 
<laughs> and that's the one that they're trying to kick out for players that are not healthy. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. But if you're going to do it, just do it. <laughs> no, I get that. Uh, stop, stop being around the corner. Um, the, but, the, the, the Lakers, too. The Lakers. But I was just thinking, you know, like <clears throat> Rob made this decision because LeBron wanted it. Right. Yeah. All, all sources are saying Brown wanted Westbrook there. It's the same thing that happened with Kawhi Leonard. Right. Kawhi feels like there should be a point guard. Kawhi feels like there should be a point guard. So we make a trade for Rondo. Right. And it doesn't pan out. And I just feel like sometimes like people just need to realize like, or these star players, just let the GM and coach make that decision. You know, they, they know the game too. They understand what's going on, what you guys need to force someone else's hand to make some sort of decision like that. Like the, the also the different, the you're right. You're hundred percent. Right. The, the, the difference in both scenarios though, is like Russell Westbrook was a $47 million player and Rondo oh, was, yeah. was, was like a marginal player. True. That's a good point. Uh, so like in the Western conference finals, when Rondo became unplayable, he didn't play. Uh but you're right. You know, it was like, hey, let's shake everything up. Let's get a third star because, you know, I made three stars work uh, 10 years ago when I was 10 years younger. <laughs> but like now <laughs> that I'm 38 or whatever it is, like, I don't know, like maybe I'm going to look stupid and this is all going to work out for the Lakers. And I'm going to look stupid in, in March because, you know, the Clippers had a unfortunate reason why they couldn't, uh, you know, make the playoffs or something. And then the Lakers made it. and they're doing really well but i i don't i don't personally see it <laughs> yeah. patrick patrick yeah. beverly had a, a celebration a bir- i don't know was it like a birthday <laughs> like he uh, had like a, i have no like idea what go- going to the lakers like I, I have no idea what that was but i just saw a lot of purple and gold and yeah <laughs> like it's so weird uh uh it's just him trying to be a troll and trying to get on the people's skin um I don't. I'm not. I don't think it's going on there. Any of the players' skin. Uh, I'm pretty sure the fans are getting pissed off. But um... all I all I have to say, and I'm going to be this guy right now. All I've heard is Patrick Beverly talk this off season, have little mini celebrations, say stuff like, "Well, LeBron and AD is playing with me because I made the playoffs last year." And I'm like, "All right, role player. That's great." <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> All I've seen from the Clippers is workout videos. All I've seen is John Wall saying, "Hey, we in the weight room and we in the weight room here and stuff like that." And like you know, Paul George, Moses Brown getting. I have yet to see LeBron and get run with Troy Daniels or Lonnie Walker, or you know maybe they do, maybe they are, but I, I have yet to see the Lakers footage. And trust me, we're on Clippers Twitter. We get the Lakers footage too. <laughs> we, we we don't want to, but we get it. Yep. And I have yet to see, and I'm sure I'm sure it's out there, but I've I've seen countless videos over the last few months. And keep in mind, the Lakers played two less games than the Clippers did <laughs> last year. So they technically have had a longer offseason by a week. And I've seen Paul George play with everybody. I've seen Kawhi play with everyone. I've seen Reggie Jackson play with everybody. I've seen John Wall. I've seen everybody on this Clippers roster at least play some kind of basketball with their teammate at some point this season. Hell, I've seen Isaiah Hartenstein, who's on the New York Knicks, work out with the Clippers in San Diego. And I have yet to see Patrick Beverly outside of dabbing up Russell Westbrook at a f-ing press conference <laughs> interact on the basketball court with anybody on the Lakers. So, yeah, it feels different over there, but it feels better in the Honey training, uh, training Center. That's all I'm saying. So Patrick Beverly can enjoy being on the Lakers all you want. That's going to last a fucking month. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was a really good observation because I didn't look at I didn't see that like that's true. I've only seen workout videos for our, for our Clipper guys. Yeah, or and, or they're on some sort of vacation together. Yeah, they're vibing. Yeah, this team just... <laughs> this, this team is close. 
everyone's wondering like who how's everyone gonna get along on the Lakers? How's the fan base gonna everyone on this Clippers team is close and everyone's talking about people are still talking about trades. Who are we gonna trade? Like we're a week before media day, we're a week before preseason basketball. We're not trading anybody at this point, as as far as I know. Like if we do, we do, but this team is close and they're together and they love everybody on this team. That includes Marcus Morris. I'm pretty sure I have I have not seen too much Marcus Morris hanging out with the Clippers. That's probably the only person that I've yeah. met, but I'm sure he is. Maybe he's just but, keeping it low key. Maybe he's just like, hey, photographer, please don't take a photo of me over here. He's camera shy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did. He did fight for Paul George on his uh, 20. On that Absolutely. Game, too, really, yeah. Right. Absolutely, you that's know, his guy. They're they're close. They're, I'm with you. They are not going to make a move right now, this close to the starting of the season. They want to see. They don't want to mess up the vibe that's going on. They want to see how it looks like on the court as a product, and then they'll make a decision. Probably like a couple weeks into the season, yeah. if whether or not we should move somebody. The l- let me let me let me put this in perspective. And I understand like everyone's like, well, you know, Pat Bev's Pat Bev. That's I, I still get annoyed at that argument because. I'm I'm and I'm, I'm Brian and I'm Brian and I'm gonna act like Brian. I don't, I don't, <laughs> is uh, Patrick Beverly gets traded to the Lakers, and all he's doing is creating this makeshift rivalry between the Lakers and Clippers right now. Nobody else on the Lakers is talking about the Clippers. Nobody on the Clippers is talking about the Lakers. The only people who are talking about both is probably the media and Patrick Beverly. And Patrick Beverly comes to the Lakers and says, AD and LeBron, they play with me. I'm the one who made the playoffs. John Wall, former all-star, Batman on the Wizards, Batman on the Rockets. And well, when Harden left <laughs> for like 40 games. Uh, for, for, I don't even know how long. He was, he was such a good Batman. He stayed in the back cave for a year. Uh, uh, Shows up and says, I just want to be a role player. Hell, if Reggie Jackson plays better than me, then he deserves a start. I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. Mm-hmm. The guy could come over here with an ego if you wanted it to. He could be like, no, we are the big three now. We're the big... No, 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 no. He came over here and said, I just want to basically be playing basketball again. And I'm, I'm, I want to be playing for this team. And this team's really good. This team's deep, basically. There's a difference. It's a difference in culture. And so you guys have the you guys have the cool culture setting, Patrick Beverly, but we already have our culture set. We don't need a culture setter. Our culture is already set. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen, Every, brother. Everyone, Amen. everyone's saying, "Oh, I wish we had Patrick Beverly." You know, but no, we have. I hate to say it because I hear it all the time. We have the deepest team in the league. I just want to Photoshop you as Moses leading the people <laughs> to the promised yeah. land. <laughs> When we went to the when we get a chip, it's just gonna be you completely decked out in Clippers towels, <laughs> <laughs> like the swing, the swing. They're all like stitched together, like paper clipped around. <laughs> because that was the most beautiful speech I've ever heard, and it's spot on. Our culture is already here, yeah, and we don't need anybody to come in to like help toughen the team. We don't need that. We just. Just come in and hoop. Have fun. You know what? Some some people don't need a tough talk. They need a hug by Paul George at the end of the game. And then they <laughs> turn it around. You know, you have a couple tough games. Paul George gives you a hug. And then you know what you do? You just carry the team into the play-in tournament the next the entire year. I guess so, uh, Montrez didn't like hugs, huh? Yeah, I, he doesn't seem like a hug kind of guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Paul George is like, hey, you know what? I think, uh, to be honest with you, man, uh, Zoo should be playing instead of you, but let's just hug it out. <laughs> I just, I just picture Paul George, like you know, Reggie Jackson is just having a really off game. They go into the locker room. I just see Paul George with his arms out like this. Bring it in, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. We're good. Come on, we're good. We're good. We got him next time. Who needs a hug? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's spot on, and it's like I don't I don't see who Pat Bev is getting under the skin like. 
who is he who is he doing this for like he's doing it for me he's doing it for me he's like brian's pissed Uh, (laughs) oh because like clearly like he's cool with the clipper guys right he he went to paul george's wedding they're tight and we all we all we all know they're really close no matter the fact that no matter what jersey he puts on they're they're good friends was pat bev at that wedding i thought he was I'm trying to think. I know Lou Will was. Uh, he might have been. He might. Yeah, I think been. he was because, and he also mentioned he only gets invited to weddings. That might have been. That might have been it. Yeah. Um, Do you think he took it really personal when uh, Paul George said you play for the other side when Pat Bev was trying to work out with him in San Diego? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> No, because he he does play for the other side. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think he got. I think it was just them being boys and messing around. Um, but yeah, I don't see any of these antics getting to the Clipper guys. Like, I don't, I think it's just mainly pissing off other Clipper fans. Um, yeah, I think he's, yeah. But it's funny because Clipper fans are not going to go to Laker games because the tickets are too high. So, like, <laughs> like what are you doing there? You're, you're like, you now play for a team where the whole fan base just is on their phone the whole time. So, <laughs> <laughs> pretty spot on um so yeah uh bring it on this is just i'm looking forward to season opener like i yeah let's get there let's get there we've we've been talking about this team all off season let's 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 play let's play an actual nba game and i if win i want clippers to bring out birthday cake (laughs) yeah i i want us to celebrate yeah i hear you on that well, that was the Ellie Clips Forum. You can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast. You can find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Do you have any other thoughts, Jesse, before we head out? You guys have a great week. How about that? There we go. I like that. Have a wonderful week. We will have a Patreon at the end of it. Hopefully, I don't screw that up. I am putting a lot of pressure on myself. Um for, for all those who listen to the jingle at the beginning and save for the rest of the pod, we appreciate it. And everybody, you could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us, and we appreciate that. Thank you, Trent, for the outro, and we're out. Peace. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths and tip-ins catch la clips forum every week the podcast for fans by fans clipper nation we'll catch you on the rebound oh yeah